Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan. But which one? I'm Chris, and I offer this protection that no one else has given me. I'm Shauna, and I'm a silly yet intricate ritual. Uh, I'm, I'm Tepper, and uh, I didn't bring any witticisms to the table today, I'm sorry. I mean, that's just par for the course. That's like half of these. <laughs> this week we'll be watching The Witches, directed by Nicholas Rogue, released in 1990. Most of the witches in the meeting are men in women's clothing. Huh. Huh. That's like the uh, the opposite of the Lord of the Rings, all the riders are women. Chris and Shauna brought this movie to us this week. Why? Um, there's there's mainly one big aspect of it, and I don't know because it might be a bit of a spoiler. It's an it's a major thing that happens in the movie, so I don't know if Tepper would. Uh, I read the book, remember? So okay, unless um, the movie is radically different. No, it. Um, so you know the someone gets be- someone becomes a mouse, right? <gasps> yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, that that was the thing. It was um. My first introduction of a person becoming an animal, and I wanted that. I wanted to be a mouse. Oh, wow. Sean is a furry. Confirmed. I don't think... I believe that's called a feral, and not a furry, <laughs> if you want to be an actual, the animal, and not oh, like really? a neon version of the animal with, with a 12-inch dong. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not very knowledgeable in the furry subculture. <laughs> well, I am, so don't worry. <laughs> Like, I evolved from there, but the mouth was the starting point. Wow. Um, What's your fursona? <laughs> <laughs> it's a hyena. Nice. That's a good choice. Yeah. Um, this movie traumatized me as a child um, for reasons that will be very obvious once we start watching it. But as an older human being, I came to really appreciate it uh, as being a really weird, freaky movie with some really cool effects. All right. I had never heard of this movie or book. Yeah, I, I guess I, for once I can actually chime in since I've read the book. Uh, and from what it sounds like, the the movie is pretty close to the book. Uh, we read this book in elementary school as a class, I'm pretty sure. Um, I can't remember what grade, but I, I remember um, I remember really enjoying it. Like it was uh, it was a really fun um, really fun book to read. Um, I'm trying to think of the parts that stuck out. I guess the um, in the book the when the witches catch him and turn him into a mouse was a uh, uh, that's uh, that was quite the scene because they like find him hiding if I remember correctly because uh, they're having their meeting um, and then like the final plan where they uh, they get their revenge on the on the witches but I'm pretty sure putting spoilers is is that a, if, if I, that's... I I haven't seen it I don't know oh fucking Christ I'm sorry <laughs> it's fine I'm so used to everyone who comes here having seen the movie except for me yeah usually we have to protect from spoilers so that we can't like 
screw up Tepper's predictions. So do we yeah. ask? Do we do we like press Ivan for what's going to happen <laughs> in this movie this time? Yeah, uh, I'm sorry, I already ruined part of that. But yeah, I think that would be actually be fun. So John, what do you think's going to happen? <laughs> well, we got to see the poster first. Yeah, we got to see. The oh poster. yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're now showing Tepper the poster for the movie. Tepper, please describe it, and what do you think happens in this movie? This is actually a pretty dope fucking poster. Yeah. Um. Yeah, there's like a uh, like almost like a uh, how do you describe that? Like a black backdrop, and um. <laughs> you always pick out the weird. Like it's always like this is exactly. I'm not gonna tell you anything interesting about the poster. This is exactly okay. what the font looks like, and this is like like, dude. I, oh, okay, okay, fine. There is a mirror in the upper left with a really nasty-looking, uh, almost goblinish woman. Uh, huge hook nose, massive eyebrows that like curl around the face. <laughs> it's like, a it's a fierce a, look. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the teeth all seem aligned. They must have gotten dental work done. It's like um, if Jafar and a tree had a lady baby. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then there is a, uh, heroic looking woman in, like, a sick robe, um, like, uh, all pink with a pink hood, um, I'm presuming that's the witch when she's got illusions on, uh, and then her hand with what looks like a ring on it is pointing at a mouse with glasses. Yeah, it looks like he's got glasses. Um, and then at the bottom is a rock, and on top of the rock is an overturned chalice, uh, that has, um, magical mist floating out of it, uh, leading up to the mouse. Um, in the bottom left is, uh, an older woman, and on the bottom right is a kid. Uh, and, oh, at, at the top it says, from the imagination of Jim Henson... And director uh, Nicholas Rogue. That's right. my guess. Yeah. Uh, and then in small text in the middle, it says, Saving the world from the witches is a tall order for a boy they've turned into a mouse. That's just a fact. Yeah. There, did I get all the interesting stuff, Chris? Yeah, no, that was, that was well done. <laughs> okay. One thing I no- noticed I like is the magical, like, dust coming out of the goblet kind of goes through the the kid in the bottom right up into, mm. up into the mouse. Oh, yeah, that's a nice touch. Presumably yeah. that is him as a mouse. What uh, with I the do... same ex- facial expression and glasses. Yep. Uh, it's a dope-looking poster, actually. Also, the old lady's got the mouse in her, in her uh, coffee cup. I also Teacup. like that the the main mouse is very cartoonish, but then we have like a bunch of photorealistic mice at the bottom. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, actually, a fun piece of trivia I'll share now. Uh, the the mice in this movie are played by rats and puppets. Huh. Neat. That is very interesting. Also, I know that mice, like rats, you can train. Mice are horrible and, like, eat their babies and stuff. They are not social animals at all, and they're mm. untrainable, pretty much. All right, that's probably uh, why they used rats. <laughs> that, that checks out. 
So, I mean, I guess you guys ask me what's going to happen, but I kind of know. Yeah. Uh, or, like, any predictions or, like, scenes that you think are going to happen? What's the B plot? Ugh. Who's who? Who are the characters on this poster? I think might be a good question. So there is one to two witches, because from my very brief understanding, there are many. I mean, also it's literally called the witches, so there's probably more than one. Um, there is the little boy who's evidently going to save the day from the witches, who gets turned into a mouse. Probably his grandmother. Or just some kindly uh, witch who doesn't like the coven. Why? Um, why? Why do you think they gotta do this whole mouse turning into situation? What do you think that's about? Why do they turn him into a mouse? Yeah. Hmm. Because it's tr- because it wanted a, a lower rating in the theaters. Can't just kill him. <laughs> um. I was going to say PG, but I don't actually know if it's PG. It might be PG-13. It is, it's on the bottom left. You can see it as PG. Nice. Um, probably some kind of prophecy, I guess. Uh, would be my best guess of why to turn him into a mouse. Because they can't kill him on this day or something. Something vaguely contrived, but probably works. Nice. Nice guesses. Thanks. And, like, I do not know enough about this movie to guess a B-plot. I wouldn't assume there is one. <laughs> can can I be kind of the creepo here and note how, like, what a rockin' bod the the witch in the sweet cloak has, except for her gnarly devil hand? Hands, yeah. There's, like, just, like, a hint of cleavage going on? Like, oh my. You know, she's working it. <laughs> yeah, she looks real good. Fashion game on point. Yeah, well, like that's what I was like. That's a sweet cloak and fashion game on oh. point. Slight cleavage on point. Goblin hand on point. <laughs> 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 and pointing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Also, I presumably a very rigid part of her cloak that is supporting this mouse. It's probably supposed to be sweeping him away, but that's not quite how the angle would work. But it's a very good visual. Maybe, like, magic. Yeah. All right. See you after the film. It's, um, it was awesome. It was, it was, uh, basically exactly how I imagined a, um, what a movie for the book would look like. Nice. Complete with the body horror and the super freaky, like, Jim Henson puppetry? Uh, not so much that. Uh, the body horror, um, not how I imagined. (laughs) Although when I read the book, I didn't imagine body horror either, or at least I don't remember um, Neither did Roald Dahl, apparently. He actually wanted the, his name and the name of the book taken off this movie after seeing it. That that was 
actually that's because he in the end of the book yeah he stays a mouse uh, that's that was what i was gonna say next is when that extra when the extra like couple minutes at the end i was like no that's no <laughs> I, mean, I mean the body horror is the reason that he rolled all wanted his name off of this really oh, okay. i had seen that specifically the reason was because um he didn't remain a mouse this says he was appalled at the vulgarity, the bad taste, and actual terror in certain parts of the movie. Huh. Yeah, because like, like, like for me, it was the. It was really good. I I didn't really like the extra couple minutes that where they turned him back to a kid. Um, I was pretty disappointed in that. I had no opinion on it. Yeah, but I, and this is just like just because like I read the book, so I know the ending. Like. Um, I mean, you got a hint of it at the end, but uh, basically, like, the book ends with uh, Grandma and him, like, getting ready to go on an assassination spree of uh, uh, witches in America using that book and uh, the formula, and plus his mouse abilities, and they're just gonna be- Yeah. They're basically gonna go around spiking drinks and shit like that and turning witches into mice, like- Wow, yeah, yeah. Ivan like requested that during the movie. Yeah, I said I really want a sequel that is Blade inspired. It's just the Blade movies, but it's Luke and Grandma killing witches. Yeah, (laughs) I want to see the prequel where Grandma is a child and she uses her pinky fighting a witch. I want to see this badass movie. Yeah, exactly. Not uh, Not just a witch. At the time, or eventually to be Grand High Witch. Yeah. Uh, one thing I would say, um, th- uh, uh, it's obviously it's been many years since I read the book, so my memory is not like a hundred percent on what happens. But uh, one thing I did like is the um, confrontation between Grandma and the High Witch toward the end, because I'm pretty sure in the book the witches never realize that Grandma's in the hotel. I'm pretty sure. I, I can't be positive, but uh, uh, like that kind of confrontation doesn't happen. Uh, but the movie does like an awesome job with it. Like when she just walks out and goes like, there will be no next time. Uh, this is the last time. Just like, mm, perfect. Um, yeah, that was good. That was the part that really wanted, that made me really want to see a prequel. Like, what's the history here? Like, there's a story there. You know, there's mm. the story there. So, the witch's plan made no sense. Yep. Yeah. Okay. We're going to turn, we're going to kill all children by turning them all into mice, which is not sustainable, and I suggested that they should invest into birth control methods for a long-term goal of reducing children. But that, well, that depends on what they want to do, though. Like, I I don't think that they hate children. I think they love child death. I don't. Like, if they do, then why would they want to kill all children now? Why not just, like... Because that's great. What do you mean? Because then you're out of children. What are you going to do for the rest of existence? You're not out of... What do you mean you're not out of children? <laughs> you can make more children, Ivan. No, they can't make more children. They want to kill all children. No, but other people can't. Like, other <laughs> yes, people will I'm make more children. I'm aware that other people can make more children, but when you kill all children and then kill all children, 
there aren't going to be more people for very long. No, I think I think that um, uh, Miss Ernst was just like she wanted to do like a big yeah, like a like we're going to kill all the children in England. Yeah, like, like it's a, you know like a big witch king well, killing spree. So so they had a children killing quota, which at first sounded like it somehow sustained her, but no, she just wants all children dead, and by dead I mean mice, and by being mice. There are no children anymore. Well, no, she was squashing them too. Like when she sees the the first mouse she sort sees, of. she squashes it. Yeah. Well, yes, they failed in, to in, squash in the mice. soup. Well, no, in the soup scene, she sees a mouse and she squashes it because she thinks it's a child. They so, failed to they failed to squash several mice and then squash a mouse. Sure, mice. but like I think, like I don't know. It seemed to ma- it made perfect sense to me. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> but it does though. Like, they want to kill children, so they're going to turn them into mice, and then ki- mice are easier to kill than children, and also parents won't be upset about it, because it's I mean, a mouse. evidently they're not easier to kill. Well, um, maybe they weren't, pre- they didn't have their mouse traps ready. They, the plan was not in motion yet. This was, uh, step one. Also, like, like, we only kill children with magic. Gravity and our boots are magic. Evidently. That's, that's magic assisted. <laughs> Yeah. The baby definitely wasn't. She just pushed it down a hill. In front of witnesses. Yeah, she wasn't really. trying to kill the baby. She was trying to lure Luke out. And yeah. did a, and did a terrible job of it. I, I think I'm revealing that I really loved this and I will brook no like this <laughs> yeah. this movie was pretty much perfect. And it, um <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I, their plan is terrible. It's a very good movie. Yeah. Uh, I think their plan is fine for a children's. Like, that's villain. what I was. I was gonna say is like the plan works within the like it, uh, the logic of Roald Dahl's like how he writes villains. Yeah, like True. this is. I perfect. just her progress of logic is very flawed. That's my only issue. She I... said we will deal with all children. They will be mice. Great, but they're, they're gonna kill the mice. Like yeah. Yeah, but they're not. They have no plan for how to kill the mice, as very clearly evidenced. Also, there was a second soup that was being fed to 50 children, and we didn't see what happened there. Yeah, what was going on with that? <laughs> that, that was just supposed to happen and didn't, I guess. I oh. guess maybe because he disrupted the kitchen. Well, he only put the maybe. bottle into one. He did, but the other witch was putting it into the other soup. Oh. Because that was the whole point, was they were going to oh, turn... Oh, right, yeah, yeah. They were going to turn 50 children into mice in front of many witnesses so that they could then slowly do it to all of uh, England, thus killing all children in the world. Or, well, vaguely. She was then going to give it to people in America because those are the two countries in the world. But yeah. <laughs> I I guess he disrupt because he disrupted the kitchen. It didn't get served to the other kids. I don't know. I really had a lot of trouble understanding whether like what their goal was to make the plan make sense in my head. Like it has to be we love the like we love destroying children, like like torturing them and killing them because it doesn't seem like because they hate. It seems like they hate children. Like, I think that's their only motivation, is they hate children because they smell bad. Yeah. Because they, like, they don't need to kill them to sustain themselves. They like trapping them in paintings. Maybe they're, like, dogs and their sense of smell is, like, way stronger. See, like, I, 
I wish they trapped them in paintings until they aged into adulthood and then they like released them from the paintings. Oh god. <laughs> oh, because they hate children. Yeah, no no more child smell. This is fine. And like I guess children as mice don't smell like children anymore. I guess. Well they're so don't... not kids, they're mice. I mean, he's not entirely a mouse, he can also talk. How do they feel about like kittens and puppies and stuff? I mean, they have cats and snakes. and yeah. But they don't have any baby cats or baby snakes. If you're a witch and you're going to a witch's like gathering, are you going to bring your kitten? No, you're going to wait until that kitten's an adult. You're not going to be the one witch standing there with a kitten while the other witches have an adult cat. I mean, I guess it kind of depends how often the witches meet. Also, I mean, the Grand High Witch seemed like the only one with animals. She had a she had a lure snake and an and a cat she actually owned that may or may not have been the same animal. That's my head cannon. <laughs> uh, well, I think the Snake Witch was a different witch. Uh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I'm pretty was sure. Was it? Though. Oh, yeah, you're right. It is a different witch. I just kind of, uh, I didn't pay close enough attention and just assumed they were the same because all witches were... look the same. Those two witches look similar. <laughs> there are many witches that do not look like those two, but those two both they, wore complete black. Yeah, they both wear black. Uh, yeah, so, like, digging into the movie some more, uh, I really... The way just the whole movie is put together with the way they shoot certain scenes and, um, like, the set design and everything else like that, it just... It fits this movie uh, perfectly. Like, like, to give an example, like, when she's telling him the story at the beginning, that whole section is awesome. Like, just the way, uh, like, the actor uh, for Grandma is uh, absolutely phenomenal and does such a great job with the role. And even, like, like the kid actor is pretty solid, too, considering... Um, but, like, telling the story of, like, the girl getting taken and everything and the way they, like, so, like, when she's um, walking down kind of the alleyway and then you, like, see the, like, the barrels up above and uh, gets this real tension going. Uh, this movie was, like, a lot more tense, like, like, it was really kind of times, like, horror movie-ish in how they, like, like some of the scenes looked, uh with the camera and everything like that opening telling the story was really cool and then yeah like transitioning the 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 parent deaths were like eh but it was kind of yeah like they could have already been dead yeah need to... <laughs> it's the batman origin story without batman well and like it's not like witches killed his parents probably, I mean... <laughs> probably. <laughs> maybe they hate parents we too. can't prove that Witches didn't intentionally kill his parents. That much can be said. So witch was drunk driving. It's <laughs> <laughs> really tragic. Flew a broom right through their windshield. Yep. Um, I like the world's building of the evolution of child hunting as a sport. As I described, it like it's no longer the gentleman sport it was when you just like stole kids off the street. Oh, now, it's really become like factory farming. Well, and it's just like now, now you lure them with like chocolate and snakes, but now we we gotta go into the mass 
child hunting. Man, it is a good thing that no, like, child nabber when I was a kid ever tried to lure me with a snake because I would be gone. I would have been so kidnapped. Yeah. Like, do you want some candy? Mm, No. You want to to hang out with this sweet snake? Like, yes! I'm climbing (laughs) into the back of your van. Um, that, that was another really good scene when she just walks up and just kind of the, uh, uh, it almost like it plays a lot on like the child fear of in a bad situation, parents are nearby, but like, or, um, adult figure is nearby, but can't hear you. Like that was good. Uh, like she's just there like trying to like, oh, like I've got something really expensive and like he knows, so he didn't go down, but it's like, you can just imagine how many other kids she lured off to their uh, ends with that kind of thing. And that like smile and like the way just, it was one, one a week. Evidently she lured one a week, evidently. Cause that is what all, all witches were more or less maintaining, but she wasn't at the convention. I were they, were they still in? No, they were still in England or they were in they're, England. They're in England for yeah. that part. Um, I thought it was like one a week for all of England. It's I'm pretty sure each witch is one a week. Oh, I oh I interpreted that as as like I'm only getting one child a week on this stupid island. Like Oh no. Ramp it up. I don't think so, because that's very unimpressive. Like she's right to be annoyed <laughs> if that's the case. <laughs> also I think like society would catch on that children go missing. Like they're very good at disposing the bodies and stuff. But, but yeah, like you know, a child a week in every town or something. That's people a catch lot. on. Yeah, on. I was gonna say that's a lot of kids. Like that. That. Yeah. Mm. Like stranger danger would be heavily enforced. Like there'd be a curfew. There'd be like PSAs to the children of don't go with strangers. Always have a buddy system. I wonder. I'm I'm afraid to actually look up the statistics on that because that's probably incredibly depressing. Yeah. Yeah, that would be. Um Yeah, and then like going to the hotel like ah, yeah, just I re- I really enjoyed this movie. Um The uh the mouse puppets were uh looked really good. I I was surprised like how good they look. Uh, they're expressive, um, the motions flow really well, actually. Um, like, it holds up. Like, I really, really feel it holds up. Uh, probably the only special effect that doesn't hold up as much is the witch laser beam. Yeah, but that's pretty <laughs> forgivable. And, and, yeah, and yeah, they yeah. use a lot of green gas to, like, obscure, like, where puppetry probably doesn't quite work, but... Overall, the Jim Henson business in this is amazing. This oh, is the last yeah, movie yeah. he he lived to work on. Oh, yeah. Wow. It was the last one he personally oversaw, yeah. But, like, the freaky Angelica Houston witch face yes. is great. Yeah. The transformations that they let us have are very, very good. Mm-hmm. And, the, yeah, those mouse puppets are so realistic and uh, expressive. Yep. And they and they move around a heck of a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like there's a lot of movement. Um, and I like the transition between the puppets and the trained rats that were playing the mice. Yeah, it was very well done. Like, like you could tell when the transition happened because the obvious difference between the puppet and the actual mouse. But it was like the positioning was really well done. 
Yeah, and um, wh- one thing I always liked about this book, uh, when I like when I think back on it, is um, the really cool like witch hunting duo that the grandma and the kid make. Like, it's nice to it's nice to have like an older hero like that because um, you don't like see that a lot. And uh, I think it was Shauna you mentioned it where it was like the the adult believes the like you know like like yeah. the adult is an active participant in the story like it's not just like oh the adult won't help us so we're kind of on our own and need to solve this problem it's like no no like they're actively helping and um Bruno's mother has no chill holy <laughs> shit he establishes she is scared of Mike he does I mean he establishes after <laughs> <laughs> um that scene very much established that. Uh, and by the way, the statistic is very sad. I also just looked it up, and it's insane. It's yes, uh, yeah, which is account for two percent of of missing children in the UK every year. Yeah, Holy not shit. Yeah, it's messed up. The one I saw was like every three minutes. What? And like that's just going missing. Like yeah. you know, like I yeah. like when I was a kid I ran away from home. I probably got yeah, reported. Well, and like, like it's anyone it's anyone under eighteen and like just yeah, reported missing potentially multiple times in the in the same year. Cause just for whatever reason. But yeah. Yeah, I knew it was gonna be a sad number, but the the kernel of this movie is child like abuse abduction yeah. murder like it's it's yep. pretty it's pretty dark it's pretty dark but that's what kids i mean that's what kids want to know about <laughs> kids are like little true crime addicts man that that uh realization of of luke's own mortality at the end is like how long do mice live? yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was thinking about that earlier in the movie i was like mice don't live very long <laughs> Yeah, so the article that I read um, where I was talking about how, why why Roald Dahl, it, it was, in the article I read anyways, why it said that he changed it, but it, like th- that the movie ended with that and it like moved Roald Dahl to tears and like uh, the other version pissed him off so much that like Jim Henson had to talk him down from like removing his name from the, from the credits. Hmm. Yeah, all I have is this piece of trivia, which says oh. similar things, but about vulgarity bad taste and actual terror i i definitely i saw something where he said it was disgusting later and like it's gross yeah it's really gross but like in an awesome way yeah well like like another scene that stuck out to me and um how the movie like switches from like to kind of like a really horror movie style is um when bruno get walks in the uh room and they're all just kind of like giggling and laughing. And then oh. as he's transforming, it like does this kind of, I don't know the, um, what the angle is called, but like, like it's like a lower angle looking up and they're like laughing and it's very quickly switching from witch to witch. And it has this really like awful, uh, uh feeling that it gives off as he like transforms and they're just like having such a great time uh watching this poor kid get turned into a mouse when he's like seizing it's not like a american werewolf in london like slow 
transformation or anything. Yeah. It's like he's like twitching and seizing and like flipping out and turning into a mouse. It's very frightening. Yeah. They did a lot of probably decently expensive modifications to their house before getting any witch money. There was a lot of holes made in that house. Mm. I feel, and I like, feel like a lot of Lego sets purchased. Yeah, the Lego sets are expensive, but putting holes in your house is free. <laughs> <laughs> try, try it at home, listeners. <laughs> this one simple trick. Home renovators hate them. <laughs> I mean, they would. <laughs> oh, man, the... The hotel guy, I love when he, it's Rowan Atkinson just appears on screen and everyone's first reaction is Mr. Bean? Mr. Bean? <laughs> He's great yep. in this too. Bean? Mr. Bean? Oh, Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, when uh, Bruno's dad calls him over to ask for the soup, just the look of like, if I could strangle you right now, I would. <laughs> and it's like, we have a different soup on menu it's like i don't want this soup i don't like this soup i want that one just and just like the look of just like you fucking asshole (laughs) oh it was it was so good the service industry yeah when he like beats the meat on the garbage can puts it back (laughs) on the thing and then goes like don't send things back to kitchens like come guys like, unless there's a legitimate problem with the food, like, there's a literal rat's carcass in my food. Please send us back <laughs> yeah. to the kitchen. Yeah. Like, or, like, if there's... Send it back otherwise. If there's a hair... Like, there's hair in your food sometimes. People grow up. Take the hair out of your food and eat eat the food. If there's, like, a lot of hair, <laughs> probably go to, like, go to a different restaurant. <laughs> but, like, if you send it back, they will spit in it. That is just... Ask anyone you know that works in a restaurant, and they will tell you that, like, yeah, don't send stuff back. PSA, listeners, don't send stuff back in restaurants. <laughs> Wise words delivered for, by Chris. I, restaurant industry, come at me. <laughs> I like this trivia. In both the novel and in the movie, it is unexplained why the witches hate and victimize children and why the Grand High Witch wants every child in England wiped out. Okay. Known issues. <laughs> All right. I don't know. I don't find it to be an issue. It's just like her thought pattern is my only issue. It, it, hold, it holds no water in reality, but for you, the story, it's yeah. perfectly fine. Yeah. You, it, the, because of the like particulars of this story, they really have to explain it, but I think it's just building off of like a Hansel and Gretel, like, yeah, yeah. Which is, which is, something children i was gonna say like like they just don't like kids or or like whatever like like, that's what their plan is grandma could have said something grandma had a was very knowledgeable about witches very expositional i don't think it really matters grandma was grandma a witch i thought at the start like ooh, maybe grandma's a witch but now she's just like witch adjacent and loves to smoke blunts yeah oh my god (laughs) she lights up and judge others That was so good. Which is so yeah. the table just starts smoking. It's like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> she just tell your grandson a story about witches. It just lights one up, lights up a big fatty. <laughs> <laughs> I love grandma. Grandma is dope. Yeah, she she's such a like she's such a great character. I do want to see the prequel 
of her like whatever happened to her as a child i bet you she was this is some like bprd hellboy shit is what this is (laughs) that'd be so good oh man mr bean premiered the same year as this film oh wow it was a month it premiered a month before uh the movie in the uk because the movie actually aired a week after jim henson's death which was probably unrelated but they used to do so much cool stuff, the Henson Company. I shouldn't say used to. They still do some cool stuff. Like, they're making a new Dark Crystal show, but, like, it's kind of just, like, t- churn out the Muppet movies mm. now. Where they, like, Labyrinth, and I guess the last thing I can think of is Mirror Mask. That was kind of weird and really interesting. But, like, this movie's t- freaky. Yeah. Um, Rowan Axon based his... uh his character off of john cleese's character in faulty faulty towers damn yeah because an idol of his as john cleese should be i think it was you chris who said uh was british actors will do drag at a drop of a hat (laughs) (laughs) that's Um, i mean seems that way that scene was fun because they take their wigs off and then as it's panning backwards you can see a couple bald caps (laughs) They gotta have a lot of witches in that conference. Did they ever say how many witches are at the witch conference? I don't think so. There was, I think vaguely the number 100 was said. Okay. But I don't remember. I definitely feel like I heard that number. It seems like more than 100 people sitting in that room. Yeah, like... Like 100 people is like not that much once you sit them down in a banquet hall. Yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, the Grand Witch's entrance was great. It's like, oh, you look beautiful. Thanks, I can't say the same for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> instant burn. Just You get an instant feel for what her personality is there, treating her own people like that. Angelica Houston, as the Grand High Witch in this, is just amazing. Oh, yeah. Like, she's so... Yeah. Like, dominating and kind of sexy, but also, like, frightening. Yeah, like like she she has a real like menacing aura to her. Like um, an example of that was uh, toward the end of the movie when um, when Grandma was like walking with um with the two of them in um her bag, and like the Grand Witch is just like looking at her and kind of following her, but not really. And there's this real like, okay, Mm -hmm. is she actually gonna like do something or like holy shit? was real good and then of course like earlier when they first arrive at the hotel and she like looks over and changes like the food and the coffee that she got like i mean we know there can't have been more than 100 witches eating soup because it needs five doses to turn into a mouse and they all turned into mice so that's just witchetific i feel like you should concentrate that you know five more times right just make it one dose. Why are we why are we doing this? Why five doses? She went through eighty five recipes to get this oh. right. It's oh, good enough. So maybe the plan is like we, we dose the candy in our candy stores and once they hit five doses, then they'll turn into mice. So it's less suspicious? That that's how she was talking about it, it was like it was Yeah, which also means you like then where where are they? How do you kill them? Yeah, then you have to kill all mice. Yeah, but, but I, I feel like nature, Mother Nature was going to kind of take care of them because they'll have shortened mm. lifespans and there's a lot of things that really like to kill mice. 
Yeah, but that, again, like, that's my, like, do they want to kill them? Do they just want to not have children around? Maybe they just don't want to have children around. Because, like, they don't technically kill them when they trap them in paintings. Like, I mean, like, they murder them, but they do not kill them, is possibly the right way to put that. (laughs) Um, They, They hold them captive, pretty much, until they die of age. Yeah, well, exactly, like... The act of putting them in the painting is not killing them. It is effectively murdering them. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I like the one who's just like, yeah, we'll poison the chocolate. It's like, idiot, we're going to poison the chocolate. <laughs> but magic poison. Yeah, huh? at least she didn't get zapped like the other lady did. Yeah. Well, like like the, the Grand Witch is like, say, like, do you want to get, like, yeah, sure, you can do that, but you're going to get caught. Like, do we all want to get caught? No. Um... So, like, it was fine. Yeah. I mean, that's a smart leadership decision. You kill someone who doubts you. You don't kill someone with a bad suggestion because you want to encourage suggestions. (laughs) You want to discourage people outright denying you. To be fair, I don't think (laughs) she particularly cared about encouraging uh, suggestions. Yeah, yeah I... but you don't want to kill bad <laughs> suggestions in general. I really you're gonna lose your base. Like that, like the high witch as like um, Silicon Valley CEO, <laughs> like throwing the idea ball around, oh my God. and then zapping people for doubting her. <laughs> that would be great—a version yeah. of this movie set in Silicon Valley. <laughs> well, I mean, like that's just like that's just like the third movie. Like the sequel could have been New York. And that in like the year two thousand, and then like <laughs> Silicon Valley Silicon in twenty ten. In twenty ten, with uh, like Luke is like a grizzled like older rat with like a little rat beard. Yep. <laughs> I'm just picturing a witch like vaping some nightshade or something. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> Call us Henson Company. We will write this movie. <laughs> and then probably hire actual writers to to you know. Give it a second over. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we got it perfect. And then we will disavow it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As is the Roald Dahl way. <laughs> uh, I, I was a big fan of the, of the witch stand-up comedy. <laughs> she was killing it in that, uh, in that uh, conference room. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like she, she really did some like actual like stand-up comedy takes, like <laughs> some very exaggerated uh, uh, physical comedy with some punchlines. Like I gave him a chocolate bar, and you know what he said? Give me another! Ha ha ha! <laughs> yeah. You got any more? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Man, the the uh, uh, the Bruno child actor was so good when he's standing up there and he's like, uh, 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 "What's going on?" <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm actually concerned now. <laughs> he was less bad after his first scene. Not he, good, well, but less bad. I realized later he does nothing. Yeah, yeah. Like he 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 frightens his mom. He I doesn't can't... help. Anyone I was going to say, I, I can't remember if he does something in the book or not. He's only a burden. He guns down one of the witches in the book. He's <laughs> part of the exposition of the witch's plan for Luke to see. Yeah. And then once he's witnessed it. Are well, he's kind there of fun, any yeah. Roald Dahl books 
where the protagonist child is not the only non-odious child on the planet like like all other children are awful i mean it makes telling a child's children's story easier that makes sense yeah you identify with the good child and you don't have to think about the awful children like that's clearly not me right yeah but yeah you're probably right event of any of the works i know off the top of my head yeah same I mean, to be fair, like, James is the only child. I guess there are children in New York who, like, come into his his uh, peach. I don't remember that movie very well. What movie? It's been a long time. James and the Giant Peach. I never watched that. I remember seeing, I think, commercials for it. Good. Oh, God. Good. Man, we got so many a Roald Dahl movies. <laughs> yeah. We found out there's a bunch, and Tepper's seen none of them. No. We didn't really go thoroughly into it, but... Yeah, I, I don't think I've, I've seen any of them. Like, I read the one book, and that was in school, and other than that, nothing of his. So yeah, look forward to that next May. Wait, <laughs> June? Yesteryear. Doesn't matter, We're, it's probably not going to be a themed month. <laughs> um. Oh man, so... Just a cool, a neat thing I noticed during the movie, the witches uh, conference. It was just, like, one of the witches was just an Indian lady. Like, the, it was all white women and then one Indian lady at the side. Okay. Which was neat. Like, right. she had the, the forehead dot, I don't know what that's called, and I apologize, listeners, uh, for not knowing that. I mean, it's, um, set, in, it's set in England, yeah. so that yeah. would, like, demographically make sense. Yeah, and I just thought that was neat, but yeah. Just... That does beg the question again, though. Are witches human? Yeah. According to Luke, they are either human or not his enemies, because once they become mice, he states that their only enemies are humans and cats. Well, unless witches are humans. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Either they are human or not his enemy. Interesting. Once he's a mouse. Yes. <laughs> Let us ponder Like, this. could have very easily made that a three a three-pointed list. Like, where do they come from? Are they born? Do they hate the smell of themselves? Is that why babies cry? (laughs) Also, anything where witches are real, it... uh, it, I don't know, you just can't think too hard into it, because, like, you know, we on our planet we had witch trials, which were, like, a big... Uh, Awful deal. Yeah, like, basically a horrible way to kill women and take property away from women, mostly. Well, yeah, I was going to say, they, they killed a lot of men, too, so... Oh, men and, and Jews and stuff, but... Establishing that it's just is really awkward. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, yeah, there are very many movies that, that do that. Tepper and I were talking yeah. about Season of the Witch with uh, Nicolas Cage uh, a little yeah. while ago, which very much takes the position of, like, witches are real and we gotta burn them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, because um, it's, like, it's like going, like, Salem was justified. It's like, hmm, <laughs> that's a... <laughs> They're presumably not human because they don't appear to be males and they don't appear to need to reproduce. They seem to live outlive because she's, or at least she wears a young mask. Oh, yeah. I like, actually, I like that they just wear very uncomfortable masks and they don't, like, have a glamour spell. Yeah. It's just, it's just, (laughs) no, this is just a really uncomfortable mask. You gotta just, like really flatten your nose yeah just gonna push my nose into my face 
my my foot long nose. Yeah, and I don't know if you saw this piece of trivia as well, Ivan. Angelica Houston said that this movie was like really uncomfortable <laughs> because <laughs> the the mask was insanely hot and heavy, and also she had to wear contacts for the whole movie, and the green mist like accumulated in the contacts and needed to be oh, washed God. out because it was like oil based. Sounded oh, terrifying. Yeah. It's she wore eight hours of makeup. Oh Jesus. That's wow. Star Trek levels of Yeah. But yeah, so I guess they're not human. I so I guess there's a limited number of them. That makes sense. They're like supernatural creatures. They're like Bigfoots or whatever. Unless they have some ritual where they can like make more witches, but only if there aren't children within a hundred thousand miles. Oh. Who knows? <laughs> I got a I got a fae vibe vibe from them. Oh yeah, okay. Especially because it's in yeah. Europe. Yeah. And they snatch children. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Good call. Yeah, and, and like, yeah, because they're they're they're, they're kind of like pretty distinctly not human because it's like you know they've got square feet and you know really long noses and their eyes are different. I agree with like yeah, Shauna's take of like they're like yeah like fae creatures. Oh, there was a little bit of a weird transition from the book to the movie, just in the form of because they're like it's like well we'll we'll cast we'll cast an American kid, so he has to be from America because he's not gonna have an accent. Mm. But he lived in America. They were vacationing in Norway at Grandma's vacation house, I guess. And then rather than take him back to America, he took she took him to England to the school that his parents chose for him. Which is presumably what the plan was, be- even if they hadn't died. But just kind of a weird yeah. sentence from Grandma. That's very <laughs> convoluted. Like, start yeah. just start the movie with, like, yeah. kid lives with Grandma. And you don't have yeah. to kill any parents. Yeah, yeah it... but it's just like, because it's just like, rather than take him to America, I took him back to my house in England and put him and sent him to school at the school his parents chose. It's like, how? Do, why would they choose that school if... They were li- still living in America. Yeah, or say they're like Americans <laughs> living in Britain. Like there's there's yeah. there's so many better ways they could have handled that than they did. Yeah, so like that it's very small, but it was just like kind of a weird bump. And like that's just because he was supposed to be from England, but he they made him an American presumably because they cast an American kid. When do you guys think this movie was set? Hmm. Like they do a pretty good job of taking pretty much all technology out of it. It's very there's like, universal. There's a rotary phone. The cars look pretty old. Like this movie's like '93, and they don't oh, look yeah. like 1993 cars, unless I'm really bad with English cars, which I might be. Mm, that's fair. Um, yeah, because they all kind of looked like the old cabbie, right? I wasn't really paying attention to the cars. Yeah, we only really see them in that final scene when everyone's fleeing this yeah. <laughs> uh, horrible hotel. Probably like late 70s, vaguely 80s. Yeah, I get that. Yeah, I don't know if they were really trying to avoid a time period, but they did a decent job of it. Yeah. I gotta say, I half expected a shot of... Uh, because they were laying down mouse traps like the whole fucking movie... And, like, yeah. when all the witches turned into mice, I was like, are they gonna, like, they're all gonna run into them? No, they don't run into the mouse traps. I was like, oh, that's kind of... Yeah, a... not even one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Really failed the, with the Chekhov's mouse trap. They cut off part of Luke's tail. Yeah. Sure do. 
does but we don't see him like having he, a missing toe or something he literally he literally quotes uh three blind mice they they cut he tried to cut off my tail with a carving knife yep <laughs> oh i did like the the traumatized chef who's just sitting there with yeah. a shaking glass of wine and they and just, just keep putting mouse traps around his feet the scene, oh. like that scene was like I love that scene so much because he stayed there. He's like, there's a mouse in my pants and he's still stirring the thing as they're like tearing his clothes apart. He's still stirring it. The boss grabs the bowl. It is still stirring it as they're like, oh my God. It was so fucking funny. The Rowan Atkinson, like he savages that guy. That was was so good. good. Yeah. So he takes off the pants and then he's like feeling around his boxers and he's like, there's, there's nothing in there. Yeah. <laughs> Just. Or he says, like, not much in there or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah, not much in there is what it is. <laughs> oh, which is, my God. Oh, brutal. Mm. Savage. Yeah, yeah. So good. Zing. Like, it's a side It's a side that I have not really seen from Rowan Atkinson, because, like, I've pretty much only seen him as Mr. Bean and Johnny English. Also, like, as far as jokes just for the parents go, that one is pretty, like, not, like... It doesn't pull its punches. Yeah. It's like a no, it's a tiny really dick joke in a ch- children's movie. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. It's so good. Uh, uh, I would uh, just like to take make another PSA. All penises are beautiful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I. L- <laughs> it just sounds like he personally complimented you. No. no. <laughs> it's such a it's such a beautiful poetic sentiment. Um, Angelica Houston, when talking to Bruno's dad about his work uh, helping children, oh yeah, and just like almost vomiting constantly yeah. just at the thought. <laughs> also, I I guess that one uh, cleaning lady now has a permanent patch of rat hair on her neck. Or is she gonna turn into? Oh, I guess she didn't have enough doses. Also, did did that part of her neck shrink? There, there are two key po- parts to the oh, to the to the poison. Very good All, point. I, I mean, evidently, it's not a poison because it doesn't have to be ingested. But yeah, well, she didn't ingest it, so I assume it's not as strong. Uh, but also, not enough of it. Yeah, she just put it. She, well, it, she applied it actually, topically. Maybe enough of it, because. It was definitely, like, it was applied topically, but, like, she did at least two dabs of it. And, like, it's not that big of a vial for 500 doses. So. I think just those patches became, like, mouse skin. Yeah. Gross. But also, she and dabbed also it had... on her fingers. So yeah, her fingers that's would be... fine. Also. Yeah, mouse fingers aren't hairy. Also in her cleavage. Yep. 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 I would, were there hints before that final scene with them of the her and Rowan Atkinson affair? Um, yes, she kissed his cheek or he kissed hers. Oh, okay. Oh, I, mi- I, I missed that, that as well. Yeah. I he defended her not being drunk. I think unless that was a different. No, that was her. Yeah, yeah she yeah, wasn't. Was I mean, she wasn't. Yeah, drunk. yeah. But he was very like he very heavily defended. Yeah, because he oh, said yeah. he said something like we were together, and then he's like, oh wait, no, no, and then was like, nope, I know for sure she's not drunk. Oh, we've oh. been together all afternoon. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. yeah. I, mi- I missed that wording, but I missed pretty much all of those scenes until the last one. And 
The last one, the sexual tension just wrecked right yeah. real fast. It's because it had been like three hours since they boned down. <laughs> Should see it after they kill a hundred witch mice. Yeah, that was just too sub. That also makes her like stealing perfume make more sense too, because she wants to like smell nice. Rowan Atkinson. That's. Uh, I was just not paying enough attention, I guess. To, but yeah. I, I like that. I like that B story. I just assumed she liked going into people's things and stealing them, which is why she was in their room while they were getting in, and why she was in the witch's room, which I have to imagine the Grand Witch said no no room service. Yeah. <laughs> um, Man, uh, Grandma is fucking ruthless. Like, I will call the health inspector. <laughs> like, <laughs> straight up, and like, you will be shut down. Are you ready to deal with that? Like, just absolutely brutal. And she taught Luke well. He just, like, jumped on board with delivering the punches. It's like, all of your buns have have, chew- have been chewed. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, man. And was also in the wrong. Like, don't take your pet rats to a hotel. There's definitely rules against that. Hey, now. They're mice. They're rats acting as mice. But yes, don't do that. And, yeah, like, like Grandma's super bad advice of just, like, don't get caught and do not play with them in this room. Yeah. It's like, what? What the f- what? We Grandma. just we just sent them on a mouse hunting spree, and now you want to put my vulnerable mice out in the? Yeah, that seems that seemed uh, off off brand for Grandma. Yeah, that was some that was some bad advice. Man, like ten witches stomping on a pair of pants can't even kill one of three mice. Uh, man, that that kid was uh, pretty fucking resourceful. Like I loved his um, like. He managed to escape a room with a hundred witches, at least. Yeah. Like, and when he gets out and, like, the, the the window or whatever, he quickly, like, without hesitation, grabs the fucking chair, breaks the window, goes through. Like, no problem. I was like, yeah. god damn. Yeah, that was a highly trained child for escaping dangerous situations. Which, <laughs> I'd like to think Grandma taught Yeah. Him. It's, he's... <laughs> running drills to escape witches every weekend it's everything sarah would have wanted for john connor if she didn't get locked up in a mental institution um i really thought i was gonna hate that kid at the start of this movie but he yeah he came around he was like resourceful and good and like uh he got shit done yeah yeah and like he was uh like he was the motivator like he's like no no like we need to do this or a lot of kids are gonna suffer yeah, well, again, like, here is sev- here is a few million pounds and a list of all the witches in America. Let's go hunting. Yeah. <laughs> like, slow down, Luke. <laughs> also, I like that she just has a book of, like, all all witches in America. I get, again, if there, if there are only a finite number, and, I, and presumably they all used to live in England, I guess, or at least Europe, then I guess... Yeah, <laughs> just all the witches like going over to the new world. It's like, oh man, can't wait. Gonna be no children over there. <laughs> it's like, what are you guys doing? Stop it! This was such a clean world. I mean, are they only? I guess if they're like a cryptid, they could be only in only in Europe. Yeah, and I mean, India, presumably. Yeah, well, yeah. Who who knows? It's very very much not established. Grandma has lots of information. But not that information. And, um... 
It depends how they came into existence, and why, <laughs> and where, and fuck children. I like the scene when um, all the witches are getting transformed into mice, and just, like, the doors open, and all the staff rush in, wielding weapons and everything else like that. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, they watched several humans turn into mice, and they're like, no, man, well, gotta kill these mice. Well, fucking Grandma, once again, savage as fuck, traps the head witch and then goes like, Oh, like, by the way, there's an especially infectious one right over there. Go kill it for me, basically. Yeah, like, I, I figured she was going to trap her and, like, force her to make an antidote for Luke. But nope. Oh, I don't like the implication that had the witches been successful and turned all the children into rats, uh, the kitchen staff would have then slaughtered them. Oh. I mean, yes. Yeah, oh, I did not happened. think about that. Is, that is what would happen, yeah. Yep. Yep. That's all. <laughs> also, like, every time they kill a mouse, it just explodes into green gas. So yeah. It's like, nah, just more of this. This is just normal mouse things. Well, I, I guess, like, for ratings purposes, they couldn't show, like, blood splattering everywhere. There was definitely blood on oh. Ron Atkinson's uh, uh, cleaver. There was another thing I saw that the director showed the movie to his kids, and his son was so scared that he edited out a bunch of stuff. Wow. There is a freakier version of this movie. Oh, fucking okay. cowards. <laughs> the uh, Bruno's transformation and uh, the Grand Witch's mask removal were removed to get the movie a, a PG rating in the UK. Oh. But like that's... We saw that. Yeah, yeah, I'm saying there's an even more censored version that the UK got. Which was without those two scenes. Hmm. Cowards. <laughs> Do people hate mice that much? Uh, some people are like experience fear, similar to spiders. That both of those things have always not sat well with me. Like that seems like you are a weak and bad person if mice and spiders are that frightening to you. Well, Especially spiders. <laughs> spiders are downright beneficial. Yeah, but but Chris, remember we had that discussion at your place where you talked about, like, for you, you go down to the basement and you say, hello, snake that lives in my basement. How are you today? And the snake goes, like, things are good, you know, and then you get whatever you need in the basement, you go upstairs. But for most people, that's not a thing. Also, there are phobias for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, right, because it's irrational. That makes sense. That makes sense. But I guess there is that stereotype of, like, being up on a chair because you see a mouse, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and like I was saying, like, Bruno's mom, no chill. Because it was very much, it's like, your son is in my purse. Your son is a mouse. Here I'm it is. opening my purse now. All right, I'm prepared. The purse is now open. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, she is just, like, awful. Where did you get that mouse, and where's my son? Yeah, because, like, all she needed to do was listen just for a second, and she would have heard, you know her fucking son's voice yeah that was done pretty well like they were so annoyed at the grandmother that they just were they just did not stop talking and could not hear their son the movie did a lot of work to make that family terrible that family sucks oh yeah like the dad was just openly flirting with the head witch in front of his wife yeah um but he cares about his son well, and, like, the first scene with uh, with him is, like, him going, like, 
uh so this is how they do service in this country like don't have two tea carts only have one what am i paying for something like that like he was a real just fucking asshole about it also he made it sound like they're they go there very frequently so it's a weird comment if you've been there a bunch yeah but also one of those like performative assholes of like he wasn't talking to himself he wanted he was like oh yeah yeah am i right yeah like he was a huge dick are you ready, kids? Aye, aye, Captain? I can't hear you. Aye, aye, Captain. Tempest Top! Oh, okay. I can't be clever very fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, now that is a tagline for our website. <laughs> Give me, like, a day and I'll have a Spongebob Tepper's Tops rendition. Beautiful. Absolutely perfect. Yeah, here we are in the land of Tepper's Tops. Alright. This is pretty easy for me. Number two slot. Damn. Wow. Crazy. That's wrong. We've had a lot of, uh, like, big jumps. Movers and shakers. Movies coming in way up at the top. Guys have been showing me good movies. That's why that's why they're called <laughs> movies because they're movers. So knocking out Conan. Yep. And just below Ferris Bueller, somehow lower than Willy Wonka, or higher than Willy Wonka rather. Yeah, I just really enjoyed this movie. I had a grin on my face for huge chunks of it, and just yeah, just it's pretty good. Um. And then for the villain... The Grand High Witch. She was pretty good, too. Um, yes, she definitely was. Uh, put her in the number two slot as well. Jesus. Knocking out Zorg wow. from Twins. No, Fifth Element. Yep. Those are similarly colored on this Zork list. Zorg and Twins. Yeah, I'm just like, that's not right. <laughs> Man, Zorg, Gary Oldman's Zorg would have been such a better villain than Twins. Oh god, yeah. Grand High Witch enters the number two slot, beating out Time and Spiders. <laughs> out, of 20, out of 25 villains, number two to Grand High Witch. Below Komodo, as it will almost assuredly forever be. Yeah, like, there, there's certain, there's, like... Orange and Egg, Business Dad, and Komodo are basically locks in that spot almost forever. Is Bruno's dad the business dad? It's, I mean, I have Opera Dad, but, like, he's super I, I would in this movie. Yeah, I, I would say Bruno's dad is a better business dad candidate just because Opera Business Dad is in for, like, a minute and a half of the movie, not even. Yes, before he gets business dead. Yeah, and, like, he doesn't really show, but, like, like he's not particularly business, and he's not particularly dad. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he doesn't show enough he's, for me to say. I mean, you can't have opera without business. And he's slightly dad, but, yeah, it's very, very, it's far too short. Yeah. Um, rotary business dad? Yeah. Yeah, he does a whole bunch, like, we don't really know what his business is, but he is a blowhard, and he tries to buy off Grandma. Yeah. 
He's like, I don't really care about my son. Case in point, I haven't seen him all day, and I'm not at all worried. And if he did something, don't worry, I'll pay for it. Uh, so I think he'll go... I think for now into the number four slot. Oh, wow. Knocking out Mr. Parrish business dad. Because, like, he was, like, he was a pretty big dick throughout the whole movie. But is he... Is he a big dick because of his business? Like, his business elements are actually kind of... are dwarfed by his vague caring about his son once his son is a mouse. Yeah, but, like, for huge chunks of the movie, like, he doesn't care where his son is. Doesn't bother to inquire... I mean, it's been a few hours. His son was supposed to be playing playing outside with the other 50 kids that were definitely there. A thing he has never done. <laughs> and when uh, when the grandma approached him to, to talk about his son, like, oh, did he break something? I'll write you a check, just name the price. <laughs> yeah, just like a good dad. <laughs> uh, I mean, maybe I'm just letting his, like, di- overall dickishness color my perception of him, but... Yeah, because I mean, remember, it is a business versus dad scale, not a dickish scale. So, but uh, you get you get the say in where you put him. So. Uh, yeah, like I guess as like a dad, he wasn't horrible. Like he was willing to love his son despite being a mouse. He was going to be the only thing to save his son from his his wife. Uh, the main like he's on vacation, so unfortunately, we don't see him do any business. Yeah. I mean, he does, like, go, like, oh, like, I can talk for your organization and stuff like that. Yeah, that's, like, he is, he does, he does some good, um, networking. I guess put him in, um, I guess in the number 11 slot? Ooh, wow. Okay. Steep drop. Uh, so, replacing singing crime dad from Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Oh, Whenever I'm not on an episode, I come back and I'm like, what the hell have you guys done to this list? <laughs> Just business. Uh, right below, anti-business dad from Beetlejuice, which seems fair because both of those dads are kind of on vacation from their obviously very cutthroat business sides. Yeah, I kind of went like anti-business dad is more business during that movie than rotary business dad, so goes below. Yep. He's also, like, he's got a bigger role, which helps him accomplish yeah. that. Yeah. And then, of course, Luke entering a future, a new round, fresh of Never End the Glory. Yep. Starting off, starting off tough in that round. Yeah, that's a resourceful child. Yeah. Yeah, I would not want to have to face Luke. I would put Luke up against some of our biggest and mightiest contenders that we've had. So like, Actually, like... Like, like I'd put him up against Marty. I, 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 I would see that. Yeah, like, uh, like he, yeah, like he could go up against Marty, Ferris, like. What does he get? Does he get his little Lego car? <laughs> or, mm. or a vial of 500 doses of mouse poison? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the, and the, the, the phone number of every witch in America. <laughs> or just like a crate of money? Yeah, that's what I was thinking, like, does he just get a crate of money? Because, fuck, he could do a lot of shit with a crate of money. Yeah, well, like, like, here's the thing. Is this is this a Batman scenario? Does he have the time to prep for this? Yeah, because yeah, if he has the time, like he, I, he would almost win every single time. Like, just what's that? Never in the glory in in two months. 
<laughs> and I've got this what city? Yeah, and I've got this okay. crate full of money and this poison that turns people into rats. All right, let's go. But yeah, we'll have to see because yeah, like he could hold his own against a lot of what we've seen already, but he's in a new bracket all his own. So who knows who he'll face? Yeah, this was a really good movie. I really enjoyed this one. Apparently. Maybe it's because like, I, I read the book like when I was younger. Uh, but I just like, I just love a lot of the, a lot of the various aspects of the, of the witches and like, it's really fun story. Um, and like the movie is well shot and just for me personally, it's a lot of good notes. Just with that, I think it's probably time to rate it. Okay, I give this movie 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, which apparently this movie has. Really? I give this movie 500 doses Damn it. into one force-fed child. Damn it. Yeah, I knew, I, I knew that wasn't going to last until <laughs> yeah. it got to me. That's, uh, that's the one I was going to go for. Fuck. Um, I knew it wasn't going to make it to me, though, so... Yeah. Yeah, you've got a really rough being on the end all the time. Um, all the witches in America in one book. <laughs> <laughs> it was that good. I just love that he gets like he just gets a kill list. <laughs> like they're they're like assassin. Like it's like okay, like we've got our assassination list here. Time to go like checking them off one by one. Yeah, so good. With our trunk full of money. <laughs> and no mouth poison, so how the fuck are they gonna kill him? Yeah, and, and that's where, like, in the book, I'm pretty sure they had extra of the mouse poison. Uh, I give this movie one trunk of cash out of one forged luggage label. Yeah, thank you all for listening. Uh, I've been your host, Ivan. I'm Chris. I'm Shauna. And I'm Tepper. And a special thanks to 8 Jazz for the use of our theme song. You can find them on YouTube or follow the link in the description. Bye.